Hello and welcome everybody. I am Diana Adamko, founder of Modern Goddess. And Modern Goddess is all about helping uh, women to reclaim their sacred feminine power, their body wisdom, their psychic nature, and create a divine feminine lifestyle, living from all of those aspects of the divine feminine that can help us to step into our power and live our passion. And today I am talking to Alison Stockston, who is a health and wellness coach, and she is here to empower women to believe and achieve everything that they uh, want to create in life for themselves. And it starts from the body, uh, from within. And we are chatting because you are already a modern day goddess and, you know, embodying and bringing all of that feminine wisdom into your life and business. So um, you have a website called Vibrant balanced health and mm -hmm. you are leading a private facebook group uh, vibrant balanced health for aspiring women entrepreneurs so yeah. i would love to um, really explore this with you about the body wisdom and how we are nurturing our body within uh, to step into our power so how do you started to do this on your journey Oh, wow. Um, well, it's been a long process for me. Um, for me personally, I was about probably 13, 14 when the body image issues began. And that carried on into my adulthood. And in my early 20s, I developed eating disorder of um, anorexia. And that carried on until I was 21 and hospitalized because I'd become so underweight, but was just pushing and pushing and pushing my body and thriving to be as thin as I could be because I thought the thinner I was, the more acceptance I would receive from others, the more I would be attractive to finding my ideal partner. Um, and it was completely the opposite. You know, it's, um, it had me put into hospital because I was so nutrient de deficient. Um, at five foot eight, I was about 46 kilos. Um, and, and that was at my lightest point. And then that trigger of not feeling good enough and, but only knowing that that was my control in my life. That's the only thing. There was a lot of things that obviously triggered that, but, um, knowing that I was in control of my food was, it was obsessive behavior, but that's the only one thing I seemed to be able to control in my life. And then after that, that turned around because I still wasn't confident in my body, but there was a, a traumatic family issue that triggered a different cycle of eating disorder and had me bulimic. Yeah. And within that period of time, I had doubled my weight uh, in six months. So in six months, I'd gone from about 46, 47 kilos to... Uh, a lot heavier, my heaviest I'd ever been, um, heavier than even when I was pregnant. Um, and that created even more battles with myself because in my mind, I was uh, uh, teaching aerobics. I was a fitness instructor and I was just so embarrassed about my body because it gained so much weight in such a short period of time. And then I lived in fear of judgment of everybody else talking about me behind my back because of the way that I was looking. So from one extreme to the other, yeah, it's, it's all about trying to find the balance in your mind first and foremost. I totally agree with you because, um, yes, we are bombarded from, from the external world for so many things that how we should look, how we should act, how, what we should wear, what we should do. And the last place we are starting to look, um, and, and usually we need to come to some sort of a challenge, is, is within us. 
mm. of what's going on within exactly. us. And I, I so believe that we are spiritual beings having a physical experience, which means everything is starting with the body because whatever is happening in the body is going to happen in your mind. It's going to happen in your soul, in your heart. It just, um, you know, and when you actually go back to that body wisdom, like with modern goddess, we are going back to embracing that we are cyclic creatures and we have hormones going up and down um, all month long. And that reflects in our emotions and in our energy levels in everything. So um, I, would, I would love to ask you then, okay, you say the mind starts. So, mm. and it's not, it's not, it starts with the mind, but it starts with the body as well. So how you bring the two into, to balance then that we can return back into that. Um, yeah, that's into that love that we, we probably have for ourselves somewhere. That's the big question. And I think so you've probably spoken to lots of different um, people as well about this. And I think it all, it absolutely starts from our childhood of you know from five years onwards that's when we start to live in a more kind of not in our conscious mind it's more about our subconscious and I think things that have been said to us at early early age or oh, and I remember for me oh she's so chunky or oh look at her and all of these different things that obviously my subconscious was accepting and then starting to realize that oh I'm chunky and I was never really chunky. I was just a bit chubby legs, you know, a typical toddler. Um, and then moved into being five or six. And I remember actually being in a ballet class and feeling maybe I was six, maybe I was seven, I can't remember. And I really felt at that point I was the fattest kid in there. And I never went back. I hated it. I had all the gear and no idea. And then I just felt so self-conscious at that point because I had tights and a leotard on and I felt like the, the heaviest in there and I refused to go back. Um, and I'd actually had forgotten about that until just that very moment. So I share that memory with you. Uh, and it's, I think for me, it took a long, long time. And it's so important that we have so much more awareness for young women, particularly these days. And, you know, because I say young women, that's how it starts. It started for me at that early age. And when I speak to women in their 40s, 50s, 60s, this body consciousness is, uh, or self-conscious, not self, get my teeth in, this self-consciousness about how they look is within them still without them having to really focus on the mindset. And I think everything is transcended massively to the empowerment of self-belief, the empowerment of self-encouragement, um, and really truly believing in yourselves, where I think as adults now, we're far, for, far more mindful of what and how we speak to our children or people that we surround ourselves with. And making that decision that if somebody is bringing you negativity around you, that you literally just are able to remove yourself from them so that you can be in your highest state. And being in your highest state and highest vibrations allows you to really become who you desire to be. So from all of that battle with my food, I still carried it on and then went into relationships that became emotionally sabotaging and were super toxic. Um, and again, had me questioning, is it because of the way I look? What is that? So all of this is mirrored and it wasn't about the way that I looked. It was about my confidence in myself. And actually I've posted this morning, you know, that obsession, even when I doubled my weight, the obsession with being in the gym for two to three hours would still continue. But then I would go and binge on 
anything I could get my hands on, anything. So the two hours, three hours, and it, it had been three hours before now because I had the keys to the door. So I knew the owner, I'd lock the door and I'd put myself in there and I'd just batter myself for three hours, but then repeat the cycle. Because I thought, right, okay, I've worked out. I've got rid of what that I needed to get rid of there. I'm just going to do it again. Because my, I was empty. I didn't have a fulfilled life. And that's the difference. If you have a fulfilled life and you can put your, your mindset into gaining happiness and it all starts within you, then the self-sabotaging behaviors can really stop because you go within and look at who you really are. Yeah, I think it's so true. And it's very hard to actually... Uh, separate them because mind body soul is one skeleton one system so it's kind of you have to have a holistic look um, <clears throat> but, uh, but what is true is it's coming from within so you're looking for the answers from within and then you are starting to build yourself rather than um, build something that is pleasing somebody else and I think it's so true that what you were saying and it's actually uh, I think it, a lot of women are going to resonate with this that it started we don't even know when it started in our childhood. And that is why um, I'm so excited for this interview series for so many women coming on and talking about the divine feminine, because it is about building that circles for ourselves back again, where we empower ourselves, where we tell our, each other that you are beautiful, that you are worth it. You are perfect as you are. And, uh, you know, creating um, for ourselves within us a, a self image, um, and a self-love practice that is helping us women to step back into our power. Yeah, totally. How is, you know, how would you say that self-love, when does that come in um, when you are helping women to um, build their body and themselves back in from within? I think, it, as I said, for me, it was all about the way that I looked. I wanted to look a certain way. I would train so hard to be that way. Um, I always remember having this thing in my head, never trust a skinny chef or never trust a fat personal trainer, you know, and that's a really bad thing to have in your head because even if a personal trainer is a bigger build, they're not necessarily fat. It's they're a bigger build. They're a different build. They might be a crossfitter. Um, they might be a, a stronger athlete that's doing different sports to you. If you're a leaner and a quicker body type, then that's totally different again. But my misconception of my own thoughts was I couldn't be heavier than I was because people wouldn't want to work with me or because of the way that I looked. So that carried on again. And so what I work with women now is to really kind of tune into both their masculine and their, their feminine energies. That's so super important because I think for me, especially I had to just do, I had to do, had to be in that masculine energy. I had to earn, obviously we all need to earn, but I had to have this done by this day. I had to have that done by that day. I needed to have two hours in the gym every single day and everything else was around that. And I hadn't taken the bigger picture of, um, it's what I call the primary food. So it's not about what you're eating and how you're exercising. It's about how much love are you creating in your life? How much love do you have for yourself first? And I think it's very important that as women, we really do understand. And this was something that was put into me again as a teenager. Oh, you're just conceited. You just love yourself. Oh my God, look at you. And it's not about that. You know, it's not in a conceited way at all. To love yourself first is so important because if you do not love yourself first, how can you expect to attract that love 
and respect from others around you. And that's where I was going wrong. I wasn't loving myself. I just wanted to look away. I wasn't loving the way that I looked. So how could I expect to attract real, true love, compassion from friends, from family, from a relationship? So your primary foods are about that the self-love, the self-respect, the people you surround yourself with, the joy that you bring into your life. Because the gym wasn't really bringing me joy. It was just something that I had to do. Now I can go because I enjoy it. And I can be in there 20 minutes. I can be in there an hour. I don't have to be in there for that time. So that takes away that stress element. Um, and back into the primary foods, it's about where are you in your career? Are you happy in what you do every day? You spend probably 80% of your life working. So if you're not happy doing what you're doing, that's causing you stress in other areas. So do what you do and do what you're destined to do. And so many women here and that will be watching are ready to either break out their side hustle into their entrepreneurial journey or they're doing it already. And then the consequences are by driving and thriving for that business, they're allowing their health to slip behind. So once we can put everything into a, a circle and put it into, um, you know, an eighth of the time is for this and a third of the time is for this and a quarter of the time is for this. And we have a priority circle, like a, it's not a pyramid chart, but it's a plate chart, you know, so you can see where you are at with everything. And I think once you can balance everything out and balance is key, mm -hmm. then you can really start to step into an empowered lifestyle. And so many times, I'm sure you've heard this so much, is I am too busy. Oh, yes. And everybody has the same amount of seconds, the same amount of minutes, hours, days, weeks, and months in the year. And it's Abraham Hicks uh, who said, it's not about being not having enough time. It's about how you manage your activities within the time that you have. Yeah. So to prioritize your health should be absolutely top of your list on every single thing that you have to do on every single day. Absolutely. I think for me, uh, listening to you, that, that's, that's the thing, you know, that the things that you have mentioned is you know, I talk about having a divine feminine lifestyle because we like automatically doing this, but when you bring it to your awareness, you can really, really step into it because following our passion is about stepping into the divine feminine is the, is the feminine aspect because the masculine is the, is the doing is the structure is that, um, way of, solidifying things and and putting it into uh, as you said you have that um, circle where how what you're prioritizing and how much that's the structure but then what do you bring into the structure you bring the feminine you bring in um your passion and what how your passion is gonna uh, lead you you bring in loving yourself and i so love that what you say this is our primary food because it it is um you know and i think uh, i was having a conversation with somebody and it so struck me as well and again chatting with you is that you know, the divine feminine is also about the nurturing aspect that we are the nurturers. And we kind of, I don't know, maybe it's just my perception or something that I, I picked up on, but I feel that we kind of misunderstood what that means, that nurturing aspect. We think that that means that we have to take care of everything and we have to be in control. Whereas that nurturing aspect means just bring love into it. Just love yourself. Just follow what feel, makes you feel great, what makes you feel joyous and, and passionate. 
and and that's the nurturing aspect and if if that joy and passion and love is not there then it's time to let go of and that's a way of nurturing ourselves that we allow ourselves to let go of those things that are really not serving us not holding on to it for whatever reason and the time I hear that, I hear that a yeah. lot you know and from my clients particularly um especially when they they're a little bit later on in their life and they've got children it's um you know what what makes you feel good and it could be well when i take care of this person or when i make this person happy or when i make that person laugh or when i'm cooking for friends that makes me happy and da, da, da. i said but what about makes you what are you doing for you and that's all about giving and nurturing everybody else yeah. But then, you know, there's something missing from, and I love, I love cooking for friends. I love doing things for other people. I love to buy friends lunch and so on and so forth. But every now and then it's nice to accept somebody doing that for you and to understand that that is, you know, a, 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 a privilege for you to be able to do that too. I can't remember who I was listening to. It might have been either Brendan Bouchard or it might have been something from Richard Branson. And obviously they're very, very successful and they're men. So they're obviously in their masculine energy. But it was about, um, oh no, it was Tony Robbins. It was Tony Robbins. And he was, when he first started to make the money, he wanted to buy everybody lunch and just share his, um, his newfound uh, fortune, if you like, yeah. with other people. And he was going for lunch with an even bigger, more successful multimillionaire. And he went to reach for the bill and the millionaire said, are you going to deprive me of the joy of being able to buy you lunch? <laughs> because he'd got, into, yeah. he'd, he'd got himself into that mode where he didn't have much when he was growing up. His parents weren't able to go out for dinner and stuff and take the family. So he got himself in that his way of giving back was to buy everybody everything. And to forget sometimes that, you know, sometimes it's okay to, to not put your hand in your pocket. And we're talking monetary, but it's the mm. first thing that came to my mind. It's, you know, if somebody says to you, um, and women are very hard at accepting things, if you've got into that mindset, uh, do you know what? I'm just going to get you a manicure. And I was like, oh my God, I remember yeah. a friend got me a facial and I was like, why? She's like, because <laughs> you deserve it. And I was like, oh my God, Really? I was like, wow, okay, thank you, yeah. thank you. And it's about being accepting. And I think a shift for me as well was always, if, we, if women take a compliment, usually up until the last few kind of years, it's never been accepted. I would always come back with, really, you think so? But what about this and what about that? And oh, oh, oh no. Or if somebody said something was nice or I looked nice, if I'd got it in the sale, I'd find myself justifying what I was wearing because I hadn't paid full price for it. Mm. It's like, they don't want to know. They've just given you a compliment. They said, you look great. Love them jeans. Great. Thanks. Thank you. Come yeah. from a place of thank you and gratitude. You do not have to justify where you're at. If somebody says your hair looks great, thanks. I always say, well, I've just washed it because usually it's in a bun on the top of my head. But you know, that makes me feel happy. And I would, I've stopped justifying compliments and I think that's so yeah. important for women I, I so agree with you exactly uh, we nurture everybody else but the nurturer means that you nurture yourself so you know how it feels you know how it feels to accept that and receive that um, and yes that, gosh this compliment thing it's just I, I have learned and I still feel guilty because I feel like somebody says something or somebody do something for me and I just say 
thank you i like really receive it and really accept it and just say thank you and for me uh, coming from central and eastern europe and i think it's cultural as well that you know, um, what I've always seen is my, somebody comes to us as a guest and, you know, you open your whole fridge and you're trying to feed them and give them everything that you have because that's what you're supposed to do for everybody else. And if, you, if I receive something, it's like I'm already thinking, how can I give that back straight away? How can I yeah. give that back? Because that's what you're supposed to do. Like, that's what we learn. But actually, yeah. is this side of us to re, just to receive. Um, and I know that you also have a self-love download uh for anybody who would like yes. to dive more into this yes. and yes. just receive for yourself just receive it and um, just nurture yourself and it was, you know that is something that's hard and the reason i did the mm. that freebie download um of self-love was because it's just taking steps of little things that we don't even value things like just taking 10 minutes to read even yeah. if it's just a page taking 10 minutes to just sit quietly and take a, a moment to meditate and things that, you know, learning behaviors, things to sit and eat your food away from the desk and find the time to connect with your body, with your nutrition that you're putting into yourself and um, yeah. just building up that self-love. It's built. You've got to see it as if, and we've just spoken about this, but it, we've never actually physically met. But if you were coming to my house and meeting you for the first time, I would go all out. I would make sure there is plenty of tasty food. The place looks nice and clean. There would be fresh flowers. Everything would be ready and inviting. So I would be doing that for you. Mm. So think what, I think what women have got to remember is you've got to treat yourself like your best friend. Mm. Yeah. You've got to treat yourself the way that you want others to treat you. And if you don't start treating yourself the way that you want others to treat you, then they don't know how because the reflective image is not sending them that message. It's like, oh, she's okay. She can do everything herself. She's fine. She's carrying on masculine energy, overpowering the feminine energy. But when you start to, and it's not that we don't, you know, you're going to sit here and wilt and oh, I'm just a girl. It's about, no, I'm an empowered woman, but <laughs> yeah. I also need to have my feminine side too. You know, the masculine side for a man is there and we never question a man's masculinity, you know, or, or that masculine energy that they have. Very rarely does a woman question their masculinity of a man friend. But from a woman's side point is you've got to give it to yourself in order to receive it. Absolutely. And I think it's so important what you were saying because actually we don't just want to step into our feminine side, into our divine feminine fully for ourselves or women, but um, to empower men as well because it's for all of us, you know, we want men, we want our sons uh, to start to love themselves and appreciate themselves yes. and feel that it's okay to be who you are because everybody goes through these struggles in life. And I think as a nurturer, as, as naturally biologically being the nurturer, we really need to step into these roles and we really need to have these conversations where we say, gosh, I, I really don't give myself what, um, what I want. Like, for example, what you just said, you know, um, I don't need to wait to bring fresh flowers into my house and make my house beautiful for a guest to come. I can just do that for myself mm -hmm. because yeah. this is how I would like to be. Um, and these sort of, you know, this is what I like that these are, obvious things 
yet we don't do this because we don't talk about it because as you said we are busy and we are busy to focusing on the money the business the important stuff that we think is important whereas the divine feminine is all in these little details because and you know what having a bunch of flowers in the house brings so much joy oh yes it's, it's, it's life and you can see the beauty of it and i know for me when i, I haven't got any ha- um, flowers in at the moment but when i see them i'm like oh just gives me a little smile it just makes yeah. me feel you know like oh that makes me happy and it's simple little things like that and it brings energy into your home so if you've got energy in your home and your surrounding this goes back to your primary food as well Mm. then your surroundings if you're living in clutter mess and destruction but your life is cluttered messy and destructive then that's why because your surrounding is really mirroring what's going on in your own head and so many women get anxious and overwhelmed when they feel that way. So go and clear some crap out, get stuff sorted, bring in the flowers and start to treat yourself with kindness. You know that that's really uh, true because for example, talking about eating, um, I like still to sit down at the table and eat um, at a dining table because if I'm not, if I'm just eating somewhere else, I feel like I'm consuming the busyness. I'm consuming the actual everything else that is around me and I, I just don't like it. So I find time to sit down to the table, to the dining table and I've got a three and a half year old little daughter and this is what she sees from us, you know, as, as a yeah. family that we sit down together. Totally. This is how we eat. We don't eat um, walking around in a house um, in front of the TV. Okay, maybe sometimes we do eat in front of the TV but that's not regular and if she even if i if she wants to eat a snack now she says and i says where where do you want to eat it she says i'm going to my table and she goes by herself by her own choice to sit down at the table to give herself that appreciation that time to put that food into her body with love and appreciation and attention to build and nurture her own body and this is where we come yeah we're coming back to you know what you were saying that it starts with building the body from within. So, yeah. um, and you know, you said about um, just being mindful and creating that mindfulness. It's the mindfulness with food as well is really important because you know you can't have your the food that you eat affects the way that you thought you think. You're if you're cloudy and foggy in your brain and you're eating on your feet, and I was always trained, I mean, I'm going back 20 years ago now, one of the, fit, the, and it always stuck in my head, never eat on your feet, because your body hasn't got time to digest it, it doesn't, you don't feel full, you don't feel nourished, you feel rushed, um, your digestive tract can't break it down, you haven't created enough enzymes to break down the nutrients in the food, and all of those things. Um, so it is really important from a, a, on a cellular level as well, you know, that you're having time to connect with your food, and that that then affects if you're creating a more intuitive method of eating good nutrients, then you're able to find more clarity in your thoughts and process as well. And your kids, you know, your kids, your partner, whoever you're with, you've got time. That's bringing back that connectivity and really connecting with your food and what I'm eating rather than just going, oh, that's a bar, that's quick, I'm going to eat it, that's Mm. cool. Sometimes we have to do that if we're time restricted, but it's about making the right choices. So if you wanted to grab a bar of something that you can't even read the ingredients in, or you have an option of, say, um, two boiled eggs, you know, you can get in Pret-a-Manger and all these different places now, what am I going to buy? There's 10 ingredients in there I've never heard of, I don't know what it's going to do to my body, I know I'm okay with eggs, 
they're pure, they're clean, they're, they're sourced um, from a reputable source. So I'm going to take the eggs instead. So true. So true. Um, so just to wrap up the, the chat, because we have talked about so many things. It's like <laughs> awesome, awesome chat. Um, what would be your uh, last advice? Um, you know, um, how to step back into that body wisdom, what, what to do, um, how to help ourselves to uh, start somewhere or get back to a routine, get back to a flow. Because what I say is that, you know, it, it's okay to get out of the flow because you can always get back because it's a flow. Mm. So how to get back or how to start um, to really um, honor your body so then your body can give you back that wisdom that you need in every other areas of your life. I think I'm going to give you four principles okay. just to keep it short. Um, so the first one would be time. Manage your time more efficiently. There's loads of apps you can use to do that too, yeah. by the way. Um, number two is, you know, we talk about nurture to nature or nature to nurture. It's mm -hmm. one of the two. Start to nurture yourself more now. It is never too late to start to change your DNA. We change our DNA and our cellular level every 28 days we, we renew ourselves. So we can renew what's within our body. We're made of 50 trillion cells and we are more cells and bacteria than we are actually human anatomy. Mm -hmm. So within those 50 trillion microbium and good and bad bacteria, we can renew on a cellular level every 28 days. So if you're, re if you're retraining your, your, your nutrition, your mind is going to change as well. So your thought process can change within that 28 days. So that's um, nurturing your body with nutrition. Um, number three, movement. The more you move, the more your body is able to naturally detoxify itself, the more stimuli you get, the more you're able to balance hormones, the more you release endorphone, endorphins and dopamine, and you're able to balance serotonin in your body as well. Then you'll also be able to, to balance your cortisol, which reduces the stress levels that you have in your body as well. So movement is key. And then number four, this is a tricky one. I want to make it a good one. Um, <laughs> switch off time. Switch off. Oh, yes. Take time to switch off. We are all so... This is a general pattern. Check the phone, check the email, check the Instagram, check the social media. Before you go to bed, turn off the phone, make sure that... Or make sure the alarm's done, turn off the phone, boom. There's no downtime. So that blue screen is still in, within your head. So many, many... Many times I hear that clients have they're slept but not okay because you've not got um, you've got you haven't switched off your eyes are not able to switch off completely because they're thinking and they're wondering and they're remembering the last thing they saw before they go to sleep. So read a book, think about something that's going to be calming to you, and try to try. And this is in the self love downloadable as well is creating a good routine at nighttime so you're able to switch off and relax and rest and recovery in your body is so important because that's what enables those cells to reproduce themselves on a on a more improved level mm -hmm. so if we don't rest and recover we can't renew the cells it just repeats the old bad habits it repeats the past so we want to move into the future yeah. with a better um better prospect of healthy healthy living yeah. so inner self-love it's switching off taking that downtime being able to relax focusing on building a morning routine that works within your your lifestyle and also the nighttime routine as well so they would be the four major principles i would share with um, all your amazing 
women that are going to be watching this on replay. And you know, uh, it's, it's so true because especially if you're watching screens like laptop and telephone, they, their light is uh, actually almost like uh, the sunlight. So mm -hmm. the more stimulation, it's very hard to go to sleep if, if you keep watching your phone. It's such a shame we don't get vitamin D from oh, the laptops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> from the sun. yeah, probably. And I love that you picked four because four is, uh, you know, that number four is that masculine element, the structure, the, the emperor. Is it really? Uh, yeah, the number four. So it's kind that. of like the, the fe that's what I like about it, that the feminine and the masculine can merge so beautifully together that you don't even realize um, when you are actually focusing on the divine feminine, it, you will bring in the structure because the structure it has to come you know, it, it's, it's going to show up anyway. So that, that's wonderful that you picked four. And um, I loved our chat. Thank you very much for all of Thank your wisdom. You, so much, you truly are a modern goddess. Oh, and uh, if anybody else, if you're listening to this interview and you feel that you are a woman who is bringing the divine feminine into your business and life, and you would like to share your wisdom, please do get in touch with me and uh, see if we can arrange another chat to talk more about this and see how easily and simply and practically we can bring the divine feminine into our life, be aware of it and create a real true balance between the masculine and the feminine in our lives. Uh, thank you so much, Alison, for the chat. Thank and you, uh, Goodbye. It's everybody. so nice to speak to you. Take care, everyone. Bye. Bye.